Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, squirrels and frogs. Yep. <laughs> Just had to add that in there. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Luis Jetsika, and I'm the host of the Sheep Among Wolves podcast. Welcome. I think the first essential question I would like to ask you is, are you ready? Are you ready for 2024? New year, new you, but are you ready? Are you ready for the new things God is calling you to for this year and beyond, right? Are you ready for the new things God has lined up, right? Before before that, right? Before all of that, I want to say, have you given time or have you made space for that new thing, for those new things? Have you let go? Have you mourned? Have you, yeah, have you made space for the old things? I shouldn't be so far away from the mic. Oh my goodness. But nonetheless, let me actually set the table. So some of you have or haven't seen my posts recently. So basically, I made a video asking a lot of y'all, have you mourned? Have you mourned? the former things before you made you've made room for the new things right and i want to ask you are you ready again right i'm probably going to say this again are you ready are you ready i feel like 2024 is the year of readiness for lack of a better term readiness right are you ready for what god has called you to so in the video i I put in, I shouldn't say I put in, I'm, it was mentioned and I set out the full verse of Deuteronomy 34 verse eight. And just to give you some context, so Moses died and now the Israelites are mourning. So just to give you the full verse, it's the people of Israel have mourned, the, have mourned for Moses on the plains of Moab for 30 days until the customary period of mourning was over. And then if you go on a little forward, they mourned the loss of their uh, God's chosen leader for them in that season or those 40 years plus. And after that mourning season, they were ready. They were ready. They gave, them, they gave themselves some time to mourn. And I feel that's essential for a lot of us, right? We can't just move into the new year, like everything's all cool, right? I feel like a lot of us are carrying baggage. I feel like a lot of us haven't let go. I've, I feel like a lot of us haven't let go. Let's be honest, right? We haven't let go of what we accomplished, or we haven't let go of the hurt. We haven't let go of the pain. I'm saying the same thing. Nonetheless, we haven't let go. But the thing is, there's new things God is going to rise. But he can only bring in the new things before. He can only bring in the new things until you've let go, until you've made space, right? Until you've said, okay, God, whatever happened in the past is in the past. I know you're a God of new blessings. I know you're a God that allows allows all things to work out for my good right uh i was going to quote the full verse romans 8 28 but 
I, I, I want to say this, right? A lot of us are hesitant for that new thing, right? We're, we're so used to the old thing, right? We're so used to how that old thing brought joy in our life, right? Whether it was a car, a job, uh, fill in the blank, whatever that old thing was. But God is saying, forget all of that. It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do for I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wastelands. And that for me is my favorite verse. I remember getting that verse in a time in my life where, oh, frankly, everything was just crashing down. I mean, yeah, just everything relational, career-wise. Like, everything I thought had a quote-unquote stable foundation, just let go. And I, I, I felt that was really pivotal because at the same time, I was challenged. I was challenged by Jesus a few months earlier where he said, sacrifice. To follow me requires sacrifice. And in that moment, when I heard that, I remember saying, oh, yeah, this relationship is over or this season is over or, okay, whatever I was really clinging on to is over. And it was hard, not going to lie. That wilderness season was hard, right? Um, but the prunings, the prunings important, right? The prunings important because... In the back end, that's where that's where it's all new. It's all new. And let, let me set this up, right? I think I've been saying this in terms of materialistic type of things, in terms of yeah, just man-made type of things. I don't know, I shouldn't say man-made, but then just materialistic. I don't know why that thing was there. Never. The new I'm talking about is new in Christ. God is telling you to give up whatever it is, to mourn whatever it is, because he's going to make you new. I know you might find that strange, but I, I feel like uh, 2, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, which says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has become. Ah, a new life has become. So I'm gonna say that again. Second Corinthians verse uh second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has become begun. Goodness me, let me drink some water. Darn. Wow, okay. Hearing you in Christ. That's the new thing God is calling to you. You are new in Christ. And with that, that requires a lot of sacrifice. That requires a lot of surrender. That requires a lot of um, submission. And honestly, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot. And I want you to know that whatever you're giving up, whatever you're making space for, 
yes, it's okay. Mourn it, mourn it. There's going to be a period where you need to mourn. If you need um, professional help, take it. But let it go. Let it go. Whatever you built from your hands can never compare to what he's going to give you. A perfect gift. When you when you accept Jesus as your savior, there's a, there's a there's a next part, right? One, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for coming into my life, so, forgiving me, for dying on the cross, defeating his death. And now there's the other part, right? It's you believe. You believe he died, he lived, he died, he rose again. And lives forever right now on the right hand of God. And the other part is, do you love Jesus? Do you love Jesus enough to say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to give it up because I know you have something better. I'm going to give it up because you are, requ that's required. I'm going to tell you the truth. That is required, right? Jesus can't come in here, can't come in your life, can't do what he needs to do, make you a new person. If you, if you still feel like, ah, oh, man, that old life... And that old old life was dope. What what we whew, that party that party whoo that car whoo that relationship you know what I mean you 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 gotta let go you gotta let go you gotta you gotta mourn you gotta mourn I feel like that needs to be said you gotta mourn give yourself some space give yourself some time and um, understand God's not mean. He's not mean, right? When he's when you're going through this, you might feel like, oh man, God is against me, or um, the world's against me, whatever it might be. But what he's gonna give you is so much better than whatever you could have felt by yourself. Being made into a new person and born again, man. I, I can't describe it, right? It's really indescribable sometimes because you're new, you're a new person, right? And I feel like the new that God is going to do in your life is going to be for his good, not what you wanted necessarily, right? I, I feel like as you go along, what you like, what he likes and what you like are going to align, right? Just walking side by side essentially or should i say <laughs> he's gonna lead he's gonna lead your life so with all that said i feel like uh yeah i'm sorry for that space but yeah let let god take control let god do something new in your life and uh don't think it's strange when things are happening, whether it's all the way bad or just things are happening out of your control, don't think it's strange, right? It's all part of the process. It's all part of when you say yes, when you say yes, Lord, when you say yes, Jesus, you are not just my savior, you're my Lord now in my life. And it's just going to it's going to look a little different, right? Things are going to be hard, but 
hold on right just hold on remember the why know your why know your why why are you here why has god called you here remember that why for me it was surrender right surrender your will surrender 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 you might think you have it all together no surrender i have so much so much better for you um i can't help but think about I want to say the British young ruler. Yeah, the story about the British young ruler. He came up. So um, I, I'll probably put the the verse or the scripture. I'm sorry, the scripture of the story. So essentially, the British young ruler came up to Jesus, and he he started talking big talk, right? He was like, "Jesus, what, what must I do? What must I do?" And Jesus told him, "This, hey." obey your parents uh so on and so forth right i'm going off the top of my head i am so sorry but i'll put the first down here but essentially right he was checking off boxes right just to make him seem holier than that he was checking off the boxes then jesus said okay you've done that now all you all your belongings your valuables solid solid give it to the poor and let's go follow me when he heard that he was hurt he cried and went away i don't want you to feel like the rich young ruler where god is telling you to give up something or god is telling you to come and you and you struggle right i don't know why i would talk to you so slow and you struggle and you struggle to let go now's not the time for you look 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 now's not the time for you to be second guessing looking back right this is where things man i i i'm trying to like be around the bush especially because this might not be the right place and right time to say everything but essentially man now's not the time for you to start holding on to your own things when things hit the fan you need you need to depend on god you need to make sure you and god are right don't don't call on god when things are rough sometimes it might be a little too late let's be honest right you might be praying to god heal so-and-so save this do this and it won't happen right i I, i'm not saying even if you were tight it would happen right because god's will is good and perfect it's all working according to his plan but i'm saying don't don't go off vibes don't be yeah don't go don't do life off vibes you might have a plan because you feel like it but God got a better plan. He sees it all. And um, the looking back thing I wanted to touch on a little bit before I get off. What's my time? Yeah, I wanted to touch on, touch on that a little bit. And um, looking back, don't look back on that life, right? Don't look back on the old stuff you used to do. Fondness. No, 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 no. No, don't. Don't. Don't look back. Don't look back don't look back um i can't help but think about a lot right a lot was 
Abraham's nephew, and um, Lot was in uh, Sodom, Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah. So the angels were coming into Sodom and Gomorrah, trying to save um, Lot's family, essentially, because of uh, Abraham, right? That's a different favorite, right? Because the prayers of your family are saving you. Anyway, let me slide. So the angels are telling me, yo, y'all need to head out of this town. We're about to, like, destroy it. You need to head out. And now they're making their way out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I forgot the central part. The angels are telling them, don't look back. Don't look back. Run for the hills. Don't look back. Run for that nearby town. That will keep you safe, but don't look back. So they're running for their lives. But here goes Lot's wife and she looks back. She looks back and she turns into a pillar of salt. I, I can't help but think about Lot's household and how weird um, of a leader of his house he was, right? Um, not only pushing his daughters when Ugh, man, the disgusting uh, people in the town wanted to do those disgusting things to uh, the angels. But also, ugh, man, it's the fact that his wife wouldn't even, wouldn't listen a lot, wouldn't listen to the angels, and she looked back and turned her to her soul. Why? Oh, man, why would you look back? Why would you look back at your life? the old life when you're new in christ are you yeah why would you look back uh anyway i'm restructuring with that thought i think that was new it just came to me right now uh i think i was on a tangent let me not touch on that and stick to the script for now um but essentially this this year 2024 god is calling you to come come to christ that's the new thing he wants you to do in it, you find joy. In it, you find peace. In it, you find so much more. But understand, there will be a cost. A cost to save your soul, a cost to have, to be a new person. It's gonna cost something. But when you, that thing, when you learn to let go, give yourself some time to mourn. Mourn for a short time or a long time. I don't know, depending on how you might approach it. Um, approach it with help from supporting, from your support system, uh, from professional help as well. Yeah, if you can afford it. Um, take that time to mourn and then get ready. Get ready. As, as you're morning get ready get ready for that new life god has called you to but uh look this is the first time i'm doing solo so definitely forgive me if i was uh tripping over my tongue tripping over some words we'll find a rhythm we'll figure it out and uh thank you we'll talk to you next time